Let me bang you. I do let you bang. Let me bang you, Jesus. I let you bang. I let you bang. Greetings, Mary's and Virgins. Go for Jesus. No forget Jesus, people. Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfucker. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again for your favorite mixed martial arts podcast. Recording out of Los Angeles, California, it's MMA Roasted with Adam Hunter. What's up, people? Welcome to a better MMA Roasted podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter, uh, here with Greg Romero Wilson. How are you? What up, buddy? Uh, I'm in Vegas. I'm in Vegas, trying to keep a lid on it. Not doing great so far. (laughs) One night in, one night in, and we already got trashed. So I'm like, okay, not tonight. Tonight, you had a heart attack, man. I know. What do you mean by getting trashed? Drinking? Well, we just yeah, we got a little drunk last night. That's all. Who's we? I was with Amir Khalil, a miracle, and Renee Vaca. Bro, those guys are like 20 years younger than you. I know. And uh, and they look up. I wasn't following them. They were following me. Okay. Listen, it's just, it's for night one. And, you know, I always come into Vegas like, okay, Greg, take it easy. And then night one, if I get Zoom, and then I'm like, okay, now we got to take it easy for real. So the next couple nights, I'll take it down. That's how I used to be, man. When I was uh, single going to strip clubs in Vegas, that was the worst. Because uh, I could, like, you could pull tail from there. It, like, Vegas is one of the only places that you don't have to spend no money. They actually look down on you if you go to a strip club and you have money. If you, if you, if you get a lap dance, they're like, oh, this guy's a mark. Because they, they're making six figures. Like, right. like mid six figures. Like, you just go there and have a drink, and they're like, oh, this guy's cool. That's um, the funniest thing about, like, catching the flight. When I, usually when I come here, I fly. And that flight on like Thursday and Friday, like you can tell who the hooker strippers are, you know, like you're like hooker stripper, hooker stripper, hooker stripper. Yeah. Cause they're traveling by themselves and yeah. they have an inordinate amount of luggage for a weekend. <laughs> you anybody know, or just like furry, anybody with furry boots. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> just like, you know, like the glittery fucking phone and shit. And you know, the, you know, the, I, and I'm like, Oh yeah, she, but they're by themselves just yeah. going to Vegas for the weekend. I'm like, you're going to work. Good for you, and God bless you. I hope to run into you again later. <laughs> Meanwhile, I got into it with, uh, I took my daughter and my wife. I bought, you know, I'm on all these like gold stars. So anytime there's like a kid's thing, you know, it's right in my heading. Anytime there's a 90s concert or a kid's thing, it goes to my email. Right, so, right, right, right. They, they just know me. So it said Little Mermaid. I'm like, great, Little Mermaid live. My daughter will love that. You know, sounds so perfect. Pay, pay $120 for tickets, right? That's right. Three tickets for $120. We drive down there. It's all the way. I'm in the valley, so it's like an hour drive. You know, we get there five minutes late, and the place is closed, right? Like, it's not, it said, like, this beautiful theater. It was in, like, one of those, like, West Hollywood off Vine. You got no, none of these, like, no signs, nothing. We're in the, like, the back alley. I'm banging on the door. Like, so me and some other girl who's, like, her friend's in the play. So finally, 20 minutes in, some lady opens the door and she's like, sorry. Uh, nobody late can come in. I'm like, it's the what? I go, this is a kid show. They're like, I mean, kids have issues. They have, meanwhile, it was me. Yeah. But regardless, uh, I'm like, kids are late. She's like, yeah, well, it's not polite to the actors. I'm like, there's 40 fucking people in this theater. Like like the actors are going to care. I think they're going to want people. Right. Now, 
I'm like, oh, sir, miss, can I please talk to your boss? She's like, my boss, I- I'm sorry. He fired three people uh, for letting people in yesterday. I can't. I'm like, I paid $120. She goes, well, you're welcome to come back at the 7 o'clock. Like, I have nothing better to do. Like, I had a Vanilla Ice concert that night. Like, I had another thing that I was going to wait. Wow. On. Listen, you can't, you can't miss that. So then the lady closed <laughs> the door, and I'm like, I'm knocking. My wife's embarrassed. So she's like, let's just go. I'm like, no, I'm not leaving till I see a mermaid that wants feet. Right. And then my daughter is like, me too. Like, so me and my daughter, she opens up the door. So I I wrote him a fucking letter and they were supposed to reimburse me. They said they would. uh, But I haven't um, I haven't heard back from you yet. You want to see the want to hear the fucking letter I wrote to the Little Mermaid? Sure. Uh, This has got to be. I'm sure this is going to be very (laughs) even handed, very level headed. (laughs) So uh, uh, Little Mermaid, the stage musical, a smash hit stage musical. Right. So I wrote a. Well, you can't argue with the smash hit. There were forty people there, so I mean, it definitely, it definitely was a hit. Dude, oh, I yeah. was like, but I'm like, how do you not let kids in late? I mean, Broadway lets you in late. I mean, this is not. Yeah, a- they make you wait. Yeah, they usually make you wait like a minute or two till they finish the big opening number. Then they're like, all right, get in there. Yeah, so I I was beyond pissed because because I'm like, you know. Yeah, that is stupid to not let you in. You bought these tickets. You, just because you're a little late, did, was there any disclaimer in the thing going, by the way, no, if you're even no, one minute no, late, no, no, you can't no, come in? Was... Of course not. Like, fuck you. That's so dumb. I, I know. So I, so here, so I like wrote, I was so fucking mad, dude. Like I wrote a, I wrote a scathing thing. I was like, dear, uh, thanks for getting back to me, dear Adam. Here we go. Uh, hello, Adam. Thanks for getting much. This is like fucking. PayPal again. My family and I went to the Majestic, now called Cupcake Theater, and we were 10 minutes late. The theater was hidden in the back of an alley, no parking, hard to find. They did not let us in because they said don't allow late entry. This is a kid's show. Sometimes kids have issues and can be late to events. There was no sign. Theater is not called the Majestic. It's called the Cupcake Theater, uh, making it even harder to locate. My three-year-old daughter was devastated. She couldn't give two shits, but whatever. Uh, can we this is a disaster of an experience. Uh, for now, my, and then that was it. So, I, but I was can like, I tell you that sounds like most of the emails I write to DoorDash. <laughs> <laughs> this is a disaster. I can't even eat this. They didn't even show up. What are you talking? What am I supposed to eat? It's nine o'clock at night now. What am I going to do? Um, you know what DoorDash? DoorDash told me one time they didn't deliver my order, but they told me I was more than welcome to go pick it up. <laughs> And like, it like blew my mind because they still wanted to charge me. Yeah. I would go get it. And I was like, but you're the food delivery company. Like, why would I pay you and then go pick it up myself? It's like, well, I don't know why you're complaining. Just go get it yourself. It's there. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, no problem. So they they told me they refund the tickets. Right. And and it's been two weeks and I haven't heard. And I'm like, now I got to follow up on like the refund. Dude, then I told you how last week someone, you know, you guys know someone crashed into my house. We talked about that, right? Yes. Yes. That was pretty big. Yeah. So. There's been four different detectives now assigned to the case, right? So I, I call the detective. The guy picks up. He goes, this is Fred, volunteer detective. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, we have volunteer detectives. We now. have volunteer detectives. I, I mean, I know that we do. It's called the internet. Uh, but, I, I, but I can't believe that the actual police department is relying on this now. I mean, do you have to tell me you're the volunteer detective? I'd feel so much more comfortable knowing. Can you just volunteer and say hello? Every time I call, it's the same guy. He sounds like he's 90 years old. Like he's always wanted to be a detective. 
Yeah. Uh, he has to tell me he's the volunteer. He's not getting paid for this. Um, and then I'm like, okay, here's my case number. Two, two, please slow down. Uh, hmm. It's two, two. It's just like, I'm like, this is just. You, you know. can literally hear his hand shaking. <laughs> two, <laughs> two, yes. And then, and then. I don't know why they need four detectives to solve a case of who wrecked into your house. It seems a little yeah. odd. The car yeah, was see, there. The car was right. there. <laughs> it seems like they have access to that information. Like, you know, hey, who owns this car? All right, let's go talk to that guy. I why found are they talking the guy to you? In two minutes. I found the guy in two minutes. Two minutes on the internet. <laughs> they can't find this person. Uh, so then my daughter, uh, me and my wife went to a drop at school last week. And Hold like, on a second. I, I feel like I should chime in for Don here. Thanks a lot, bud. All right, go ahead. <laughs> so I like, okay, so we drop her off at school and then because it was her birthday. So, you know, we had the whole big, my wife got her a fake snow machine for the whole class. And, you know, and Anna and Elsa, because it was a frozen theme. Everyone had costumes, right? And they're like, hey, are you going to stay for the Olympics today? So we're like, sure, <laughs> right? So we, we come back and all the all the classes come out. They have the parade, right? And then they have the Olympics. So they run back and forth. And the lady right away goes, everyone here is a winner. And I'm like, okay, now, now I hate the Olympics at the school. Because now and this is not, everyone's not a winner. A lot of gold uh, medals. <laughs> yeah, they don't have the little steps that go first, second, third. They just have one flat platform that everyone stands on. So then they go, we need a parent volunteer to do one of the races. So I raise my hand like, okay. So I run down and my daughter's so happy. And then another mom comes right in the classroom. They go one. So I go, okay, I'm going to let this woman, I want to show my daughter that like I'm a gentleman and I'll let the woman go. So I let her go. My kid starts crying. And I was clearly, clearly there first. Right. But I, I still was like, okay. So now she's in tears crying because I wanted daddy. So now we're both doing it now. It's a whole thing. Like, yeah, it was. Uh, Should explain to your daughter. You were just a volunteer. So <laughs> just a volunteer race runner. Uh, by the way, I met some guy who's in Vegas. I didn't bring this up. I wanted to bring it up. His job is to hire Filipinos, right? To work mm. only fans for pe for girls. So when, when, when guys think that like they're talking to these girls that are naked and like porn stars, they're actually outsourcing it to people in the Philippines and they're, and they're the ones responding. So they're like, hey, how do I look? And they're like, hey, you look good, sexy, because they're paying them like 40 cents, you know, a day. Right, 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 right. So, and they're just typing answers. They're just replying. Yeah, which <laughs> is like funny, because I wonder how many misspelled words are like, you know, right. like, what, what? <laughs> how lazy are you when you doing porn at home is already too much? Like. <laughs> Uh, me laying here naked and typing? Fuck you. I mean, you can see my cooter, but don't expect me to type. So it's right. a Filipino boy. Like, it's a, it's, it's these young Filipinos that are in, in, like, a market or whatever. You know, who knows? Typing to all these people that think that they're getting girls naked and that I want your dick. Like, they're, it's just, it's all outsourced. I'm sure most of their responses start with, oh, I'm very sorry to hear that. I understand completely. <laughs> So sure. oh, another thing, right? Oh, Greg, by the way, I should listen to you. So I told you I got that red light ticket, right? Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I went to one of those things online of like, we'll beat your ticket. Told you not to do it. Dude, they didn't even go to court for me. You know what they fucking yes. did? 
they sent me a, a letter to send into court myself, like saying, hey, I plead not guilty. It was like, I'm like, this is the biggest bullshit, right? So it's $520, right? So I got another one of these tickets, right? And it's not even like, I didn't go through the red light. I made a right on red, but I didn't come to a complete stop. Uh, I did a rolling right on red. Right, right, right. Rolling right on red, right? So now I'm like, fuck, I'm going, I'm going to court to fight this because this is bullshit. You, you and Ann Hayes. Yeah, me and Ann Hayes. <laughs> there so, he is. So I go on. Out, Don's out patrolling the border. Uh, thank you for joining us. So you hey. can't call, by the way. Don't. You, can't, you can't call the courthouse. Nobody picks up. No, nobody, like, it's nobody. Dude, so then they're like, they have a new system now where you could call in and talk to the judge on your court date. I'm like, there's no way the judge on the line is going to be like, oh, I didn't do it, judge. I didn't come to a road stop. Yeah, and he's going to be like, you're going to be talking to a 12-year-old Filipino boy pretending to be the judge. <laughs> but don't so worry, he's a volunteer. <laughs> right. <laughs> so. like, I'm thinking about hiring a phone sex operator to be my lawyer. Maybe at least she'll like have a voice that the guy wants. Oh, I'm very sorry to hear that. I understand completely. <laughs> Is it, Greg, do I have any chance? Can I, can, Sean, can I hire you as my lawyer? I mean, he's not going to, I mean, it's a. Dude, I would, I don't know. I've done really well in court on the times I've gone, except the time I tried to explain that uh, I thought it was okay for me to use my grandma's handicap, uh, my dead grandma's handicap uh, sticker to park places because I said if I didn't use it, I feel like she died for nothing. And the judge didn't think that was funny <laughs> at all. Like, I really thought I had to get out of it. But uh, sometime I'm going to have to tell you guys, maybe not now, but uh, I took a, a psychologist yesterday through a ride through my mind for about three hours. That was interesting. Can you give us a summarized <laughs> version of it? I'm trying to get a pain pump or spinal cord stimulator put in my back. You have to do psychological testing to do that, apparently, right? So I start my day off yesterday. I spill a 40-ounce coffee all over my seat of my new car, like all down in, like, that's how my day started. I get there, they've given me the wrong address, like to where I got, gotta go. I've waited three months for this appointment. They gave me the wrong address. I call their office, they give me another wrong address that I drive to. I end up, I end up finally, I, got, I showed up an hour and a half early because I knew they would fuck everything up and they did. So I went four different places before I finally found this lady's office. Get in there, sit down with the psychologist, the power goes out in the building. So me and her sit in complete darkness for 45 minutes, not saying a word because she doesn't want to start until, um, the lights are on. I got to wear a mask the whole time, which is ridiculous. Like I'm wearing a mask in the dark with this lady. And then she's got her office about 150 degrees. So I'm like pouring sweat, like burning up. I had taken a bunch of Percocet before I went in. Uh, so I'm spinning anyway, you know what I mean? Or whatever. Like, I'm like, like, cause I didn't want to be there uncomfortable the whole time. I know it's gonna be sitting forever. Long story short, she probably thinks I'm really crazy now. Like after talking to me, I went on a tirade about how I hate the government. I went on a thing about how, how, how stupid it is to have to wear a mask, how I don't want to have this doctor put a spinal cord stimulator on my back if his staff can't even give me the right address uh, yeah. four times to where I'm going, you know, or whatever. I went on and on about how doctors in Indiana suck, like the whole thing's a joke. Like I just kept going, dude. Once she, once she asked me a question, then she starts insinuating, which is what really set me off, that maybe it's all in my mind. The back oh. pain I have is all in my oh mind. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Like, I love that. Was, I love yeah, she's like, do you think if you had a counseling like from childhood trauma, maybe? And I said, well, it's weird. My childhood trauma didn't start bothering me until I herniated discs in my back. That's what I find strange. <laughs> That's when it all came rushing back. You know, like when I herniated discs in my back and then I started going off on how I'm so I said, I told her I want her to talk to Sigmund Freud while I saw her arm off with like a hacksaw. And I want her him to tell her it's all in her mind. 
you know what I mean, or whatever the pain is, just well, you're just thinking about it too much. I mean, she must approve that you have psychological damage, right? That was the whole point. Uh, no, it was to no, to prove uh, that you I don't. Yeah, I asked her, like, why I have to do psychological testing to get a pain pump in. They just want to make sure you're of sound mind and not crazy. And I said, well, good luck with that one. You know what I mean? Or whatever. Like, I don't know that, you know, and I just started like, it, she got me like, she knew how to irritate me. Like, and then she wants me to do this testing. And I was blowing her away with my math. Like, I'm really good at math, like extremely good at math. And like, she's like, repeat these words back to me. Uh, and, you know, front order, then back order, then skip every other word and repeat this and that. And at the end of the interview, she goes, do you remember the eight words I had you say at the beginning? And I did, even though it was an hour and a half later, I remember the eight words she had me say. Uh, and like said, I'm in backward or forward order, whichever one she wanted. So I was like, I could tell that she thought I was an idiot, like talking to me. But then I was like blowing her mind with the intelligence testing or whatever, or psychological testing or counting, count backwards by sevens from a hundred till you get to two odd numbers, you know, like all this different, you know, stuff. But uh, yeah, no, it was crazy, man. Like I, I remember thinking an hour and a half into it, there's no way she's going to prove me because I really started being honest, like saying what I think about people and stuff and our whole medical system and everything, how stupid everybody is. And it was so it turned you say about a podcast. <laughs> yeah, it was mainly about the trauma of uh, watching Brendan Shop stand up comedy. That's why I was talking about. Um, but no, it's uh, yeah, no, I, I went, I, I told her like a like you like a an idiot to graduate from medical school in Indiana, and I realized she graduated from medical school because she's a psychologist. Like I didn't realize that when I was saying it, you know. And I was like, you look up Indi look up Indiana surgeons, Indiana doctors. We rank the worst in almost every category, you know. And I'm, then I realized she's a doctor as I'm saying it to her. Oh so it, was, my God. it was interesting. But yeah. she approved you. I don't, I don't know yet. She said she had to talk to the doctor or whatever. And I said, well, I said, make sure he knows his staff sent me to four separate addresses, um, you know, because I couldn't figure out where I was going. And not only that, the last three times I went to his office, I drove an hour and a half and they told me my appointment was canceled once I got there. Like I get there, they're like, no, your appointment's canceled. And I'm like, what do you mean it's canceled? And I guess the doctor's son died unexpectedly. And I understand that on one appointment or two appointments, but I don't understand four months later why you have to cancel my appointment without telling me, you know? Um, I remember my dad. My so dad when do you find out if you're approved or not? So I have no idea. It took me 10 months to get in to see that doctor. 10 months to see the doctor. Jesus. Then three Jesus. months for psychological testing. So I'm in 13 months at this point to try to get a spinal cord stimulator. Like that's how long this is taking. So I remember my dad was managing me in the beginning and uh, all he cared about was money. Like he didn't give a shit. Like he's like, are you ready for William Morris? Like my first day ever, you know, like he's like, we're <laughs> millions of dollars. We're going to do. And I'm like, he didn't give a shit what I did. And I'm inside. And then all this pressure. So I'm in my psychiatrist and I'm like, dude, my dad doesn't give a shit about all he cares about is me making money and this and that. My dad's like, how's he going to make a million dollars? It's the shit that's on his mind. Like exactly what I said, and he goes, <laughs> and, he goes and I, he goes, and I'm paying for this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so Don, how are you doing, man? I'm I'm doing good compared to you all. Jeez, welcome <laughs> <laughs> to the world. Uh, so uh, I, I need right. I need this I need this whole group session every week. Yeah. <laughs> So it's turned into it. When do we talk fights? Where do I get all? Did you guys watch the fights last week? You watched the fights last week? I did. Uh, I did not watch a single one. Don, I saw you at a bar watching the fights. No, it wasn't me. You posted something on Instagram. I was at, I was at home. Oh. Uh, no, I watched a few of them. I okay. watched a few of them, but I was also watching uh, the Rocky. They had the Rocky series on another station. So I was flipping in between. Oh, uh, Hard to beat the Rocky, Rocky series, boy. Those first four are so great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, was yeah. it Rocky with Lester Stallone or Rocky with Sam Elliott? Oh, my God. <laughs> the Rocky Dennis story? The Rocky the mask? Mask? Yeah, that's what it was. Like, I, yeah, yeah. 
So I was right. I'm surprised you pulled the fucking reference out of your ass, and it was uh, Sam Elliott. Right, share <laughs> share and Sam Elliott. Share exactly. So Sam, so he's got girl. a poster over his bed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the kid in all the makeup. What, oh, who was that actor? The one he was in some kind of wonderful. That kid. He also he also was booked like uh, he was supposed to be in Back to the Future. He was. They shot the whole thing with him, and then they were like, or half of it, and they're like, it's not working with him, and fired him, and and then went and got Michael J. Fox. By the way, I saw Zach Galifianakis. I was thinking about a couple of years ago. He had a joke on stage. He goes, "I saw Michael J. Fox eating a Shakey's pizza," and that was one of the funniest, like, most <laughs> All right, so Santos versus Hill. Uh, that was a good fight, Don Sean. It was actually. Santos was doing fine, but like it's almost like he learned wrestling the week before and just fell in love with it because he kept going for takedowns and kept going. He must have went for 20 fucking takedowns um, and was just completely exhausted because he didn't know how to pace himself. And by the end of the round, the first round, I was like, oh, this Hill's going to win this. And and then he kind of came back in the third, but I'm like, no, Hill's going to win. And of course, Hill won. Uh, Wrestling, if, if, if you've never wrestled before and you pick it up late, you really gotta like, monitor how many times you shoot in a round because he was just exhausted. I mean, <laughs> I always had a limit was... of one when I when I was fighting <laughs> Adam. I had one shot per round, and if I didn't take him down, that was it. So. Uh, I think he just. Uh, I feel like he just was. That was his only defense because I think he, uh, Jamal Hill's power is clearly uh, greater than anybody had estimated except for Jamal Hill. And I mean, you saw he lit Tiago up in that first round. I think after that, he was like, I can't get hit by this guy anymore. He almost went out in the first round from that. Yeah. And I think after that, he was like, I got to wrestle. I can't fucking stand here and get punched by this guy. Right. But he's so out a little bit. I thought he way. just did it out of pure desperation to keep from getting knocked the fuck out. Don, how hard was it for guys to like, who didn't come up wrestling to learn wrestling at like, 18, 19, 20, 20. Well, the fuck should I know? I mean, <laughs> guys, guys that you train with. Didn't you see guys like all of a sudden want to be wrestlers? And you're like, uh. They don't have a chance. I'll tell you, it's really hard. Because like you said, they don't know how to pace themselves. Have you ever done a takedown tournament once in your life? You know how difficult those damn things are, you know? Yeah. And um, the people, they, get, they just get froggy. It's like... Um, it's strange because it's the exact opposite of somebody who wrestled, you know, most of their life. And then they learn how to punch, you know, um, and then they end up getting their ass knocked around, you know. Yeah, yeah, right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Because those guys that want to like almost take it easier by punching, whereas the guys who want to wrestle, they become wrestlers. It's like ten times harder in some ways. Uh, the Jeff, how would you like to be me, Adam? And never having done any of it by the time you're 29 years old, you just start taking jujitsu and then try to fight professionally. Like I had no background in anything, like that's, nothing. I mean, that's outstanding. I don't think you give enough, yourself enough credit um, because that was that, craziness. That's that's unheard of. Um, yeah. and the thing is, I still think that. Well, but the heavyweight division is the one division where, at that time, you could get away with 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 just having power and natural ability. You know, it was always yeah, those are like football the thinnest players. division. Like he, wasn't even, you know? he wasn't even a football player, though. Like he wasn't even like a. He didn't do any. A lot of those guys, heavyweights, they come in late, but they're wrestlers or they're football. Yeah, McCorkle just had natural rage. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had natural something. I was big and athletic and strong and. Uh, very bitter at life, so that uh, there you go. It's, it's all it took. 
I just love that you're like, you're basically, you're like, your resume, McCorkle, is like pro fighter, uh, uh, alleged steroid dealer, uh, dog breeder. Uh, I mean, there's... <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, puppy Miller, I believe he's called a puppy Miller. <laughs> uh, you know what's awesome is like I was telling somebody about that. They were talking about me doing a resume. I said like I've never worked for anybody in my life. I've never, other than the UFC, if you call that a job, I've never had a job working for anyone in my life but myself. So like I've never gotten a paycheck from anybody. I've never, other than ones I I put and got like a paycheck through a company to make it look like so I could get a loan or something, you know. But um, it's always uh it's always, I've always just worked for myself or figured it out and no one understands it and they hate me for it. Like all my friends are like, I just still don't get how you're paying your bills. I don't understand. I'm like, I don't know. Loan shark. Uh, but my favorite right. is a pillow fight promoter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, a hell of an idea I came up with. Um, so Don, you're walking, you're, you're outside, you look like you're healthy. I don't, like every four months you almost die. And then you come back like way stronger. Uh, how are you doing this, man? It's scary, isn't it? Yeah. It really is. <laughs> yeah. He's like, like the coronavirus. He just keeps yeah. coming back in different forms. Come back, come back. Yeah, just metamorphosize. Exactly. Know? He just mutates into a new Don. The most disgusting <laughs> thing I ever tell people are like, how tough is Don Fry? I'm like, dude, the guy had like a bullet hole in his leg. His leg. And was cleaning it out that day. Remember? Yes. The thing was like this oh. big. And, oh. he had, and he had some random guy whose job was to clean it out with none of that shit was sterilized. It looked like the it looked like he just found like a fork or something from the kitchen. And, and that, <laughs> that was so sick. There, yeah. Oh, that was rough. That, and that was wasn't rough. even the worst. The scariest thing. part was the random guy. Like, where'd he come from and who was he and why was he at Don's yeah. house? Like, oh. just, I knew you hooked up on that. <laughs> Yeah, who was that guy? No, I think he was a hitchhiker that Don picked up and gave him a ride. And then- <laughs> <laughs> met, him, met him at the zoo. Uh, now, Jeff oh, good. Neal. So he was used to working with animals. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the guy, I would tell you guys, speaking of Rocky, you remember how the guy was giving Rocky a hard time saying, retards love the zoo, take your girlfriend to the zoo? And, and then, then he took her to the fucking Rocky, zoo. Yeah, then he took her to the zoo to, to propose to, to propose. I know. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe he's at the zoo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, take her to the zoo. We I love the zoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, it was crazy. Uh, <laughs> so bad. Thing, the, the funny, everything was like, he lost all his money in Rocky, what was it, Rocky Five? Because he let Pauly invest his money. Yeah. Like, he gave all his money to Pauly to invest in out of all the. Right. Like, <laughs> of all like, people. Um, yeah. yeah. Jeff Neal versus Luke. Uh, that fight was awesome. Jeff Neal Oof. fought like I thought he was going to fight in the last couple fights. He must have hit him with like 32 uppercuts in a row. It was like the guy's head. It was like one of those video games where the guy's head just keeps going up and up and up. That was an amazing <laughs> sequence. Uh, great fight. Loved it. Loved every minute of it. Greg, thoughts? But I mean, Vincente Luque is no fucking joke. And Jeff Neal went through him like a hot knife through butter. I mean... He buzzsawed that guy. I couldn't believe it. I bet on Luke. I was like, no, no, he's going to show him what's up. He was favored, in fact. And yet, nope. Fucking Jeff Neal went right. I, I got to tell you, if that if that guy shows up every fight, you got to watch out for this dude. What did you think of the fight, Sean? Did you watch, you watch it? I didn't see it, no. I just, I'm glad we don't have to. He's gonna, not going to be a problem because his name is Jeff Neal. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, not, not as likely to be a problem as some of those other guys. Wasn't Luke on a win streak or am I crazy? Wasn't he doing really well for a while? 
He was. I think he lost one, one his last fight. I think to Bilal Muhammad beat him. I believe. Yeah, yeah. I um, think it was. But uh, his last fight, I think he did lose. But I mean, he'd been. I mean, he'd been yeah, on he'd the tear. Really well, he'd right? been doing really yeah. well. He was a he was a comer for sure. And and then, uh, uh, and then Usman's brother won the Ultimate Fighter. He uh, won me money, is what he did. Uh, heavyweight. Like, the guy looked like that was, that was funny. That was funny. Why? Well, because they were all excited. You know, I mean, you've got two real Africans that come from uh, shithole in Africa. Go. Oh, boy. Here and, we go. You know, and they're making it. They're making it here and they're loving it here. And you got people who were born here and they fucking hate it. And they have no concept about the reality of the planet. And, uh, you know, fuck, trade them, you know, bring some more people in from Africa, ship some people out. Oh, uh, uh, now what are you? I think they about? tried that 400 years ago. It didn't work. It was only 200 years ago. There was no 400 years of slavery in America, in the United States of America. Uh, all right. Oh, boy. Uh, so oh, what, are your, boy. what are your thoughts on uh, Brittany Grainer? Don, I didn't yeah. know you were talking to me. I don't remember. I don't remember. Oh, she's girl the girl WNBA. They went to Russia. She played in Russia. Oh, okay. Well, what a dumb fuck. You know, fuck. I mean, I, I'm kind of, I kind of prejudiced. She never stood for. Them. You know, maybe she's learned her lesson now, but the thing is, it's a scam. Uh, you know, our own goddamn government's doing the same thing Russia's doing, you yeah. know. Uh, they just raided President Trump's house last night. It's crazy. They're going to raid all our bar fucking houses. Come on. You know, I mean, you get on the Internet, you say something bad about the government, there's going to be a knock on your fucking door within a week. You know, just expect it. I heard at Trump's house they actually found your red, white, and blue thong you used to wear during Pride. Uh, <laughs> one of the drawers. That's what I. That's what, that's what was the word on this. They were, never, they were actually searching for. You know, this is one of the rare times I think I'm grateful for technical difficulties. <laughs> you know, the uh, best part was that when Don was talking, he said, "I'm kind of prejudiced," and then everything stopped and froze. Don't we, be doing nine years for a fucking vape pen get her home right uh, you know that's ridiculous get her home I don't yeah that's that you're right they need to get her ass home but you know she needs to fucking learn a lesson you know it can't be that fucking stupid take take an illegal drug into a foreign country you know yeah, at the same time it's like come on this is ridiculous. well in particular russia i mean it's one thing to take them into you know yeah but this is a company jamaica that, you know the country that invaded ukraine like, like all of a sudden uh, exactly i wouldn't fuck with russia right now i wouldn't fuck around with them i'd get the fuck out of there that's no, but they're like do, all so. of a sudden it's like moral company uh but i'm saying you know it's crazy so i had tickets to go see the sparks right uh, my friend gives me free tickets to take the daughter she loves it one of their best players divorced the team you're allowed in the WNBA to divorce a team. If you don't want to play anymore. Naturally. <laughs> this makes so much sense for WNBA. Totally exactly. Yeah, well, it's not surprising. Not surprising at all. <laughs> but like, and, I was like. Hey, hey, wait a second. Isn't, isn't the W and WNBA, is that like um, uh, Women. against all the rules of what's going on nowadays? You know? Why, oh, why are they... Uh, claiming that there are just women involved. 
and allow. Uh, I think you know, what about the other? What about the other 117 uh, genders? Well, I, that's a whole different subject, Don. But I'm just saying that I've never heard of someone being able to divorce a team. They're like, yeah, you're allowed to divorce the contract. And uh, like, what do you get? You get like half the stands. They get the basketball. But like, well, 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 this is ridiculous. I, uh, like. You should be able to she's divorce, gonna divorce the, the team and end up owning the team. That's the way it's going to end up. Yeah, that's like she's going to own the team, and the team owner's going to be living in a bachelor pad somewhere. Like it's going to. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that's what happened. So, so the the WNBA is the league of contract divorces. Uh, Liz Cambage, or uh, uh, most people know that it's a contract. A divorce is breaking because uh, they're they're allowed to, to uh, uh, they agree to contract divorce with Liz Cambage. That, I guess you could just divorce the contract. That, that's ridiculous, right? I mean, you can... I thought this whole thing was a bit. I didn't realize you were being serious. They actually no, do it, it is support that we share Liz Cambage's decision to terminate her contract with the organization. We want, we want what's best for Liz and have agreed to part ways amicably. Uh, the spark. Oh, but here's the why have a contract? Why have a fucking contract? It's, it's like a marriage contract. You know, this, this bullshit. It does no good. It means nothing. The whore goes off and screws other guys, steals all your goddamn money, and you're left in the shithole, you know? And, and everybody blames you. So I guess this, this girl's had problems in the past because she left the Australian national team for the Olympics due to mental health concerns. It was because she called players on the, on the Nigerian national team monkeys, which she denies. Um, and ironically, the leaders of the Sparks, her sister's, uh, are Nigerian, so they didn't like her because of that, obviously. Uh, so yeah, so that she calls it a contract divorce. Fucking crazy. I wonder who gets the kids in that situation. <laughs> like I don't know yeah. if it's a, it's a visitation or how that. <laughs> I mean, Greg, have you ever heard of that? A contract divorce in a basketball league? No. <laughs> what are we talking about? What are we talking about? I I just couldn't wait to like hear your thoughts on the contract divorce the WNBA. I think we hit all the big jokes already. I think, all, right, who gets all right, the kids? So, all right. She so, ends up with all the time to move on. She, she okay, gets so the this, stadium. She got you know like we we got it. We got how much more of this? Are we she get? gets uh, she gets Brittany Reiner. Uh, she gets <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So for the ultimate fighter finale, the girls, this girl Miller, she beat this girl Brogan and she, she kicked her butt. I mean, it was oh. one way, but then after she won, she got up down and, uh, and she said, suck it. Like those degeneration X, you know, how yeah. they suck it where you point to your crotch. Uh, it kind of took away from the win. I'm sorry. Fuck no, wrong, no, no. Really? I mean, yeah, because Brogan had spent all her time fucking mean mugging her, sticking her tongue out at her, trying to play some stupid psychological game, which was just ridiculous. And Juliana didn't fucking respond. She was just cold faced the entire time till she beat her into the fucking ground and then gave her the fucking second. I don't know. I loved it. Juliana, I'm a fan. But what is she doing? Is she sucking her vagina? Like I, I, at that point, it's like with a guy, you suck my dick. It's like it's like eat my pussy. Is that like? Is that sure. Kind of she's just telling her to fucking suck. After all that fucking trash talking, the other one did. She had nothing in the ring, and then she finally, you know, Juliana waited to the exact moment where you do the trash talking after you fucking beat their ass. Not um, right before. Sean, you- Sean did, you, did you ever? Uh, were you ever a poor sport when you won, or did you ever win saying suck it or middle finger? No, I always. They, people always gave me a hard time because I asked guys if they were all right after I beat them. Like when I submitted Pujanowski, I asked him if he's okay because I didn't want to break his arm. You know, 
so people always gave me a hard time. Like why uh, I actually almost killed a guy once he started having seizures and like, he shouldn't have been in there with me. It was a terrible King of the cage event, but uh, like everybody thought I was glad that it happened because I was pacing back and forth, but I thought I was going to throw up because when I saw him start foaming at the mouth and his eyes rolling back after the fight and then I hit him like three times after he was out because I was early in my career and I just thought you punch until they stop you, which is a bad idea if they're out. But uh, yeah, I thought I killed him and everybody thought I was like pacing back and forth, like waiting to hit him again. And it really, I was just like heartbroken thinking his, I'd met his family and everything. Like I thought he'd, I'd killed him. So I didn't fight Don, for what a while. What about you, Don? What about you? Did you ever say suck it or give a guy the middle finger? Or... No, I was happy the fight was over and I could you know, go have a beer. There you go. There it is. I mean, Greg, I understand what you're saying. And there's something I think kind of cool about, being happy when you win. I'm all about being happy when you win. At the same time, like I tell the kids that I coach, act like you've been there before, you know? Right. And, and also saying suck it to the person you just fucked up is like, I I, I get it, but it's also like, I don't know. I, it's I don't like a glass. Okay, okay, but what about like when, when uh, no, no, Khabib did that to fucking McGregor? When he was on him and he was like, you want to talk now? You want to talk now? Okay, I mean, you McGregor, knew where I mean, that McGregor was because that was the same McGregor thing. McGregor the guy's religion. Called this called woman was called fucking talking all kinds I mean, of trash. Yeah, but I mean, mean, I mean, making uh, faces said, at her, like, being a fucking idiot. McGregor she opened wife, it. Yeah, but Connor said that your wife's a towel. She had a towel on her head. She goes, your wife's a towel. Well, like when, when you start getting into people's religion and, and see, and, but I think we're talking about the exact same thing. You're just saying, Oh, he went further. So it's okay there. So I this girl didn't you, you say enough bad things to justify this. Yeah, it's honestly, the same exact thing. No, I think if you point. start it, you get it. I don't That's think the other the girl, I don't think the other girl was getting that personal. I think McGregor took a whole new class of like, well, maybe it. not, but I mean, she also didn't, you know, she just gave her the fucking suck it, you know, like, I love yeah. it. I, th I thought it was very appropriate for the way the uh, other yeah, girl was acting pre-fight. I think you need to go back and watch her in the pre-fight again to see where Juliana's coming from. Okay, I will do that. Uh, I will do that. I, uh, I, you won't see many guys in the UFC say suck it because I always know Bruce Buffer's with an earshot. He hears it, so they're like, they ain't going to say it. <laughs> Well, you know, Bruce like buffer spring into action and like ultimate surrender, you know, like the loser has to get fucked by the winner, like with the strap on. Right, right. It's the porn fucking MMA oh, shit. Yeah, I didn't know anything about that. Can you imagine? I thought like, it was called sweet surrender. It's called ultimate surrender. I don't remember. Ultimate that. surrender. Uh, now, uh, Terrence McKinney, by the way, he's the guy that died twice with the taser. Um, for the cops after he was on LSD. Uh, and how did I miss that story? <laughs> fucking great guy. He had a party and he bought a window and got tased and the whole thing. Uh, now he's doing great. He's won like I don't know, nine of his last ten. He uh, he he fought some guy named Ghost Pepper. He got rocked. He got rocked twice, but like a smart guy, he was trying to stand up. He got hurt. He just said, "Fuck it, I'm going for my wrestling," and he submitted him. And that's what more guys need to do. Too many people they have like I'm going to outstrike this person. And they get they get rocked, and then they even though they're all American wrestlers or whatever, they're like fuck it, I got to prove a point because I, and then they lose. No, have it's you know, as a comic, I'm sure Greg can attest to this. Rich Voss said, being a great comic is being a great point guard. You have to have different moves. If all of a sudden your your jokes aren't working, crowd work. If that's not working, something else. Find something that fucking works, and then have a good set. Then go back to the jokes if you have to. But so many people, they just just so fucking stubborn and end up losing that way. 
because they want to, I don't know, go out on their shield or whatever. Uh, Sam Alvey lost again. Oh, oh. He's now lost nine of his last ten. Just put him out of his misery. Jesus. So, um, and he, he, he like lost pretty quick. Uh, I was rooting for him. I'm not going to lie. I like Sam. I, don't, I mean, the guy's got five kids. Uh, I mean, that's the thing. Everybody likes Sam, you know, but that doesn't mean he should still be in the UFC. So this is what he made him, to make him make him a referee or a judge, you know? Yeah, Simon. yeah, exactly. Or comedy. So this is what yeah. he So after he loses, he goes, "Well, shit! I swear, I used to be good. I lost a step <laughs> somewhere, but my family got to see me live. I'm fine, but my pride hurts right now. Love you guys, even the haters." And he has like a smiling uh, thing. So. Uh, Sean, why are you laughing? I just, I don't know. Like, I don't know. That I, I I would have given anything to have nine chances in the UFC. You know what I mean? Like nine or ten. Like, I won one, lost two, and I was gone. And then I won six in a row, and they weren't even mildly interested in bringing me back. Like, I'd be like, hey, I've won six on the first round. They're like, yeah, we don't care. Not interested. I'm like, okay, cool. But, like, I don't know. I don't know. Talking about suck it. Whose dick are you sucking to get ten chances in a row in the UFC when you lose? Like, what, like? They like some guys. They don't like other guys. I don't know. I was told I wasn't the risk wasn't worth the reward. That's what I was told. That uh, well, you know always- we do. Sorry, but we do face this in comedy because it's about gatekeepers, and in this case, the gatekeeper is Dana. Dana likes Sam. Sam gets to lose as much as he wants and keep getting fights. Same thing that we deal with in comedy. If some guy who's in charge of a show, like Conan, he had his favorite comics. That was it. And they booked those same guys over and over and over again on his show, which was great for those guys. And they were great comics, but a lot of guys couldn't get a shot because he had his favorite. And that's the way it is with anything when there are gatekeepers involved. Yeah. Kind of like the comedy store when they're afraid to make Joe Rogan mad. So they book Brendan Schaub every weekend over and over and over again because nobody wants to make <laughs> Rogan mad. Yeah, but then it just becomes a store. It's no longer the comedy store. It's right. Yeah. So, by the way, so uh, there, there was a fight between this girl, Silva and, and Egger. And they said there was a tap. Nobody saw the tap. Uh, the, the judge said he saw the tap. And the ref. Definitively, the judge said he definitively saw a tap. I still haven't seen the tap. Do you see it, Greg? No, but there was no camera angle on the backside of where she was. Yeah. And here's the thing, though. She acted guilty as fuck. Yeah. If there's no tap, you stand up. You're like, I didn't tap. I didn't tap. Okay. But so she then, just stood up and was like. But then the girl, oh, the girl that won started crying. The girl that won started crying. It, well, because whole- she let her go because she thought she was doing the sportsman thing to do, which is not break her arm because she felt her tap. And she had her dead to rest. She was about to snap her fucking elbow. And then the other girl stands and the ref didn't see it. She's like, no, no, no. She tapped. And then you don't stand up and take responsibility for what you did. Instead, you just act like, did I? You tell me, you know, like, (laughs) fuck that. She was right to be mad. And I understand her emotion because she wanted a clean win. And she thought she did the right thing. And the other girl was really, I mean, I thought that was really poor sportsmanship on on the part of Edgar. I hated that, too, because I bet on Edgar. (laughs) She probably told she probably told the ref. I was just saying, suck it. It looked like a tap. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right. Uh, tonight, actually, in Dana White's Contender Series, Bo Nickel. Bo Nickel is 1-0 as a pro fighter, uh, but he's a wrestling phenom. I'm pretty sure he was a three-time national champion. 
Nikki, Nikki oh Nikki. yeah, I was trying to figure out how I knew that name. I know who it is now. Yeah, Nikki made the Olympics. Yeah. Nikki made the Olympics. This guy is like the next. I mean, he was in wrestling. He went as almost as far as you can go. I mean, I think he couldn't beat like one guy or so. But he was this guy. So the UFC is giving him a shot in the contender, and he's fighting a guy who's I think three and two, but he's only one and zero. Oh, this guy, um, which is crazy because nickel. I know that like people are excited about seeing him and, but I, I say give him like six or seven LFA fights or eight or five fights at the very least one and oh, I mean, what if he goes out there and, and wins and by knockout now he's in the UFC at two and oh, it, it just seems like we're rushing this kid. And uh, I, I don't know. I mean, he's a big, bigger he's guy. actually behind schedule for CM Punk. Like if you think about it, CM Punk got I, in at zero and zero. But I was gonna say they do that. They buy that when someone has a little heat on them coming into it, they buy right into it. Remember that Karate Kid that they gave a bunch of fights to? Even Northcutt, like even Northcutt had like he was never. I mean, he had he had a bunch of fights where he got to the UFC. Yeah, but they were all karate fights and shit. They no, no, fucking no. He had, MMA, he had MMA fights. I think so, he had like three, but I mean, one or no, one or no. I mean, Don. <laughs> only thing they're rushing this kid. Yeah, they could be, but um, it's Dana's Dana's show, so you can do whatever he wants, you know. <laughs> but thing is, well, you got to realize, you know, like I've said a hundred times, and you know, if you're you're a wrestler, you, you're in the street fight every day of your life for two two and a half hours. Come on, so you, he's got a lot more, um, a lot more uh, experience than than what his record contends shows. Yeah, and, and he, I guess he's a grappler. He he competed against Gordon Ryan. He slammed him on his head. They did like a half wrestling match, half grappling match or something. But at the same time, it just seems like the UFC now is worried about other organizations grabbing these guys up. One and zero. I think that's a, yeah. I think that's exactly what it is. You know, Cain Velasquez got in at two and zero, and they said they couldn't find anybody to fight him, and that's why they were having a problem. They the guys wouldn't show up or would pull out the night of. But uh, I guess Cain Velasquez was beating everybody up at AKA, and he hadn't even had only one professional fight, but was beating everybody up in practice. So they said, obviously he's ready, you know, if he's beating pros up, you know? So I don't yeah, know. I don't know. One or no, it just seems like it's just, we're, I understand. Hey, how, how is King going, happening? What's happening with King anyways? He's been denied bail. Like he, he has Mark Garagos as his lawyer who Garagos repped like, you know. Was didn't he, he, one of the, wasn't he one of the OJ lawyers? And he wasn't one of the OJ guys. I think he did like uh, Michael Jackson. And he, oh, maybe he that's high, what it was. Real high profile guys. But he can't seem to get the guy to let him out without bail. Like for the fourth time, he got denied bail. Came That's like, crazy. That's bullshit. Um, that is bullshit. Uh, Came Velasquez. You heard, you heard what happened, oh, right? right. Oh, but I also yes. think I also think it's California. That's just a tragedy. That's just I think California sucks. might be hurting him. I feel like if this happened in uh in Texas, he'd be out. Oh yeah, please. Yeah. They would have handed him a medal and said, "Thank you for your service. You're a volunteer sheriff." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or even like Wisconsin, or I, I feel like California is not helping him that it's in California. Even if, even if it's like Northern California, it's still not helping. Um, Isn't it crazy that when somebody does something to your kid, you would be better off molesting their kid than you would be beating them up? Like that's really how ridiculous, like it is. Like you can you can molest somebody's kid and get out on misdemeanor charges, but 
fire a random pistol into a car and everybody gets all pissed off. I don't know. Well, yeah, but it was, well, well, he did shoot somebody and it wasn't the right yeah. guy. And that's where it gets complicated. Seth. Yeah, that's the problem. If he had hit the right guy, I think. Uh, yeah, exactly. If he'd hit the right guy, I think it'd be a totally different thing. I think they'd be like, look, fucking, he killed the guy. that, the, And then they'd be like, yeah. But he hit the guy's dad. So right, I mean, who's the wrong guy? I mean, wrong guy, but, but at least he hit someone related to him. Uh, well, I think you, that's a sound. Worse. Well, uh, that's how a very you, sound like legal argument. Stuck? You really, you, no, no, no. That is a very sound like. Listen, I did, I missed the target, but I hit the tree. Come on, but no, but I hit the guy that raised them. Yeah, I hit the guy that raised them. Away. I was going for the root system, Your Honor. Come on, <laughs> can you? Uh, can you imagine he actually was a stepdad? So, like, can you imagine like people complain about stepkids causing problems all the time? They'd be like, Oh, really? Your stepkid flunked out of college. That's cool. Mine got me shot in a car. Like, uh, that would <laughs> yeah. be a little rough. You're right. You're right about that. Uh, so this week, Bellator's got some good fights. Of course, they don't tell anybody about them, but Tall Steve is fighting. Uh, Tall Steve is fighting someone really good. Um, uh, you'll know who this guy is, Sean McCorkle. Uh, so Tall Steve is undefeated. He's been on our show before. He's a guy that, like, you know, has come up the hard way. He's beaten everybody. I think eight, I think eight out of his nine wins have been uh, by either stoppage or uh, by submission. Steve Mallory. No, he has 10 wins. He's fighting Valentin Moldovsky, uh, who's a good fighter. Um, Neiman Gracie is, fight, is fighting Gadi Yamayuchi. That should be a good fight, too. Um, Austin Vanderford, who's uh, Paige Van Zandt's husband. Right, yeah. He's fighting Aaron Jeffrey. Uh, Justine Kish. Who- he looks like he's having a pretty good time. Oh, Paige Van Zandt, yeah. Oh, my God. All those pictures. Except for the fact that I think, I, I, I don't know, maybe he loves being in the photos, maybe he doesn't love being in the photos, but either way, he has to be in a lot of them. So I think He's from Alaska. I think Alaskan dudes, it's like 40 guys to every girl. So yeah. you have to have a good personality if you're going to get pussy. Uh, so I think... Or just know. not be from there. <laughs> um, Deanna Bennett, who's actually very cute, uh and she like wins and then just like like rambles uh she's fighting justine kish she's obviously the girl that uh that shit in the octagon but doesn't matter uh afterwards she tweeted shit happens um right 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 she's uh she's also and then pat downey who's a guy that was in he got kicked out of like usa wrestling this dude he made the world team he got kicked out of like three colleges for fighting uh but he was always been a troublemaker got kicked out, arrested in high school Great wrestler, great wrestler, badass dude. He uh, he signed by only he. This guy is like a rock star, um, and he signed uh, with Bellator. So he's fighting on the undercard. So if you probably watch him on YouTube or something, uh, Rory. So his Mc- skills go to waste. <laughs> yeah. Uh, never this- never be seen again. <laughs> this week in San Diego, California, it is Dominic Cruz versus Marlon Vera, Chito Vera. Versus Dominic Cruz, um, I like Cruz, man. Cruz is uh, he's a good dude. He's a good guy, and he's one of those guys that always tells you what he thinks. He's miserable. Uh, he he's just a fucking he's a curmudgeon, but he's my curmudgeon. Um, so I, I I really hope he wins this fight against Marlon Vera. I like Marlon Vera a lot, uh, but who 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 would like this fight, uh, Sean? Uh, God, I'm not a big fan of Cheeto Vera just because I the, the interviews I've seen of his suck real bad. Um, I don't know. I'd like to see um, I'd like to see Dominic Cruz come out of the closet like just the man. I mean, out of the corner like a man possessed, uh, like he used to, and come out really uh, 
really going for a finish early. I'd like to see. Um, yeah, I'd like to see Cruz win. I think. So you want to see him finish Cheeto in the octagon? Yes. Uh, <laughs> and afterwards, say suck it, but not with an earshot of um, Bruce Buffer, because it could get a uh, things could get ugly after that. Right. Like you think Buffer would start blowing him or something, or some crazy shit? <laughs> I mean, they are. Uh, oh, wait, they're not in a commercial together. Who's he in a commercial with? Buffer's in some commercial. Doing Cody No Love. It's for, uh, oh, that's who it is. Yeah, with Cody. I was thinking that was Dominic Cruz. Yeah. It's like for dick pills. They're in, they're in like a dick pill commercial. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> Uh, Don Fry, who do you like, Dominic Cruz or Marlon Vera? I'll tell you what, man. If I if I came out of my bedroom, uh, you know, get a dick pill, and Bruce Buffer was there with a microphone in his face, my dick would back go back my spine so high, be shooting out <laughs> the top of my head. Wow, that's uh, thank you. That that that's had nothing to do with terrified. That, that's worse than cold water, right there. It would be terrified. Yes. So I was asking you who you think wins, Dominic Cruz or Marlon Vera, and then you And I believe out. the winner was an any penis. Yes. Uh, Cruz, <laughs> went up through his head. Like his dick has to come up. It went out, head. yeah, inside and back up into his own head. Yeah, like, but it would have- but Like the, the space shuttles. <laughs> <laughs> you, you ever use Viagra with your, uh, your wife, Greg? No. Sean, you? Why do you? I, I don't. I don't think I've ever not used it. Like it is the, it's the best invention ever. Like it, dude, uh, they keep talking list. about. I see all these commercials where you're over fifty, you got low T. I'm like, I don't have. I don't think I have low T. I think I got too much still. Fuck. I I've used it because uh, my friend Aldo gave me some. Like, hey, try this. But then my wife got upset because I didn't tell her I was on it, and she was like, you know, you have to tell people. Cause it's just like, it's fucking, you know, it just, you, you, you're not. Honey, I didn't so in want California, to you don't have to tell them you have AIDS, but you have to tell them you have our own Viagra. Is that the No, law? you don't have to tell them, but like you nut and you're still hard. Oh yeah. Hey, babe, I didn't want to tell you. Cause you know, you don't turn me on anymore. What do you want? <laughs> dude, dude, there was a, I went to, I went to a poor convention and this, and this guy, get, it was like, a, somehow somebody gave me some thing and I took it before I went out. I think it'll be fun, you know? And then, like, dude, I had, like, I take a shit the whole time with a boner, which is not what you want while you're taking a shit. Is a, oh, my God. A, a joystick. And then and then my, my dick was just hard. You're pissing up into your face. And shit. It, was, it was awful. It was awful. And then this girl was, like, this, like, huge girl was, like, hey, Adam, I haven't seen you in a while. She's brushes up against you. She's, like, ooh, I guess I'm turning you on now. And I was, like, no, I, I was having the – it was just a rough night. Um, so – Don, who do we, who do, who you realize that story started? You ran into a big girl at a porn convention. That's the setup for that. Like, that's a. And he bitches about me going off. You know, he bitches about my space shuttle dick, you know, comment. <laughs> space shuttle. Don, dick. who wins? Dominic Cruz or Marlon Vera? Uh, shit. I have never seen Vera fight, so I don't know. You have. You probably don't remember, but you probably have. He's had some pretty high profile fights now. So, yeah. He has to remember his own fights. Fucking, how's he remember? Yeah. Um, Greg? I like Marlon in this one, man. I think Cheeto gets it done. I like his youth. And this is the type of thing that Dominic does gets all the way to the mountaintop and slides right back down. I uh, I think this is the fight that this is the type of fight that he loses. And I think uh, just a little bit of youth is going to be on Marlon's uh, side here. So uh, also Nate Detrain is fighting. He's the guy yeah. that uh, looks like he's on meth. He just yells out, "Not the Trom the train, choo choo!" And like, just it was like Dana motherfucker after he won, and Dana like ran for the hills. Uh, he's fighting David Onama. 
who's a good fighter. Um, Devin Clark is a guy that his dad trains him. He was an all-American wrestler. I think he's half black. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, good fighter. He's fighting Azamat Mirzakhanov, who's 11 or no. He's like, oh, that was never the guys you want to fight. The uh, Sounds like he could be a problem. Um, and then Cynthia Cavillo. She's the girl, like we always talk about. Went to the gym, got dumped, got revenge bod. <laughs> then she's ranked number four. She's fighting Amanda Nunez's wife and baby mama. I don't know who's the baby mama. I guess they're both baby mamas. She's fighting sure. Nina Nunez. Uh, instead of, it used to be Nina Ansarov. She's now Nina Nunez. Um, I like Cavillo in this fight. Who do you like, Nina Nunez uh, or Cavillo? Sean? Um, by virtue of never have heard of either of them, I'll go with the girl married to Amanda Nunez. So she's at least living with a uh, champion, so. Yeah, she got a little champion dust on her, right? Just a little. Right. Uh, uh, you know, that's the thing. Strangely, even though I'm, I don't, I'm not familiar with Nina, I'm familiar with Cynthia, not familiar with Nina, but she's ranked number nine, and Cynthia's ranked number twelve. Yeah, so, uh, and I hate to say it, but I mean, and, and not by virtue of just living with you know a champion, but uh, you know, benefiting from living with a champion and that being getting some bonus coaching training you know she obviously is probably very good at identifying her weaknesses all her strengthen them up so i i mean just based on that sort of agreeing with mccorkle there i'm gonna go with uh nunez have you ever hooked up with a, a, a lesbian greg uh they weren't a lesbian until after the hookup uh <laughs> i'm usually the last Heard stop them. on their way across that bridge <laughs> They're like, man, I'm not, they're like, I'm not so sure. Maybe I am. Then they make out with me. And then they're like, yeah, I'm a lesbian. Yep. On you? Not to my knowledge. No. Don? Uh, I think my ex-wife crossed the, after I left, you know, or after she kicked me out. But, you know, she kept going back and forth, you know, because she had a lot of guys that she was spending time with, too. So. Right, right. Well, in her defense, any man seems like a woman compared to Don Fry. So <laughs> exactly, he's, gonna, That's he's like true. the most masculine man. He still seems like a bitch compared to Don Fry. It did. It did take over five men to replace me. You know, five men and a woman. So all at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Gerald Gerald He's the guy that played the tuba in college. He was on the he was on the the, uh, the band team. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's he's fighting Bruno Silva. Uh, Mirashar's record is 34 and 15. He wins one, he loses one, he wins one, he loses one. Uh, I think he's gonna win this one since he lost the last one. Uh, you guys know him. Wait, also, wait, wait, you can fight in the UFC with a 34 and 15 record? Yes. Fuck, I'm gonna come out of retirement. Yeah, <laughs> buddy, you heard it here for first. MMA Rose exclusive. Don Bryan's coming out of retirement. Yeah, I, I felt the same the way thing. when. That, that night, I'm going to feel like a woman, so I'm going to want to fight Amanda Nunez, you know. Um, I got money on Nunez. You know, uh, I was no, going to say, oh, that would really – dude. wait, first of all, first of all, that would be the highest pay-per-view they've ever had. It would be the first intergender bender, and I I, I, I think we got to make this happen. Someone needs to call Dana right now. Intergender, but, like, she's the guy and fries the girl. Uh, so um, <laughs> At the end – um, also, Lupi Godinez. Uh, she's back. She's the girl that fought twice in like two weeks. She's fighting Angela Hill. Also takes fight. She said on the Ultimate Fighter, she masturbated until her fingers turned wrinkly. Um, which 
you know, I've never it's had a lot of moisture to make that happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that's a lot of masturbating. I mean, that's, that's like some, yeah, it sounds like she's can you imagine what that room smelled like? Jesus, oh, shit. Oof. like a dorm. Oof. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's uh, and then O'Day Osborne, who's a guy that I did stand up comedy with. Uh, wait a minute, but who do you like in this fight versus Angela Hill? I mean, Angela I like Hill, Angela obviously, Hill. friend of the show, I, you I know, Angela we Hill. all like her, but she keeps up and down 13 and 12. When she lost the last one, but I like Loopy actually. I, I, I think she's a tough, I, I don't know. I think this could be a come up fight for Loopy to really show something. I think Angela. If, Hill lost her last one. Just think, man, if if, if uh, Sam Alvey's any indicator, she only has eight more that she can lose <laughs> in a row before she's going to be cut, so the pressure's on her. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think Angela's going to win. She only loses to like, the top, top girls uh, for the most part. And you might be right. I Actually, I mean, if I had to say, this is the type of fight that Angela should win. So... And then on the undercard, O'Day Osborne, who I did comedy with. Uh, yeah. He's from Jamaica. Great guy. Um, he's fighting Tyson Nam from Hawaii, also a good guy. But uh, I like uh, I like Ode in this fight. I think he's got more weapons. Um, and then uh, some other some other stuff going Isn't on. Isn't our boy Bubba Jenkins fighting this Friday night in PFL? No, no. Is that not? You mean week? he didn't make the playoffs? No, he made the playoffs. He's just he's oh, okay. fighting August twentieth. Uh, oh, okay. I thought it was this week for some reason. Against, against Ryoji Kudo. Um, and if he wins, he, he fights for a million dollars, probably against Chris Wade. Uh, if Chris Wade beats Brendan Lofnane, and they fought last year and Wade won, like one big. Uh, so that would be a rematch. But Bubba's good in the rematch. Bubba gets better, though. Bubba gets better and better. He really does. I got to give him credit for that. He keeps getting better. August 20th in Utah. It's Usman, okay. Usman versus Leon Edwards. Um, should be a good fight. Uh, Paulo Costa versus Luke Rockhold. Aldo versus Marab. Uh, that's a that's a uh, Harry Hunsucker is on the card. Um, so uh, Jared Flash Gordon, who beat up a guy with a baseball bat yesterday, I'm going to attack his family with a baseball bat. He's a guy that uh, he 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 died a couple times because of heroin. Uh, came back and. Um, uh, and then he, uh, he and decided to get a revenge body. Yeah. Isn't it odd that he's beating up guys with baseball bats when he's off heroin? Like it seems like that's the kind of thing that would happen when you're on drugs. Like you would, you know, what I mean, be beating people with baseball bats, but strange. Maybe not heroin. August twenty six. It's a guy uh, in one championship. It's a guy uh, Ray Yoon. Okay, his last name is Okay. Um, just Okay. Uh, he's fighting Christian Lee. Um, and then, uh, do you like okay or Lee, Greg? Oh, uh, really don't have a winner here. <laughs> I don't know who they are, dude. Uh, uh, Sean, do you like okay? Yeah, I've never heard of either of them. Um, yeah, like, I'm still like, with okay. Why? I, I don't know. If you've got a name like that, you got to be pretty tough, I would think. Probably had it hard growing up and probably have been hooked on heroin and got the revenge bond and all that. So at some point he, there's a, is there a joke in here? So Jake Paul, they're saying is going to fight KSI next year in Wembley stadium. KSI, is the, he's the, he's the gamer from England who beat Logan Paul twice. I think one of them was a draw. He's a like 
jacked ripped black dude um i guess jake's gonna have you know this is supposed to be like you know uh revenge for his brother yeah, I was surprised I didn't do that one a long time ago. I never understood that because he did supposedly beat Logan Paul. So I thought that would be the natural thing to match those two up. It's really strange. Yes. Uh, Is he at least 20 pounds lighter than Jake? Because he doesn't like to <laughs> fight anybody. So. He doesn't like he, to fight anybody his own size or slightly larger. Um, <laughs> so much bullshit. Fuck those guys. Marshawn Lynch got uh, arrested for a DUI. Um are you are you are you a, a fan of Marshawn Lynch, Greg? I am. Yeah. I mean, listen, the guy was a hell of a fucking running back. In fact, I think I won my first fantasy football championship because of him. Wow. Yeah. No, I love. I'm a big fan of Marshawn, but of course, you know, now he's retired. He's just out living his life. So you know, yeah, I got a DUI. That sounds that sounds right on time. Sounds like he's out living John Jones' life. So it sounds like to me. <laughs> Jones is looking good at heavyweight, though. He's looking big. He's looking good. Uh, I saw. Dude, I looked at his record the other day. You know, he's fought less than an average of one time a year in the past 10 years. Something crazy like that. Like, he's had, like, nine fights in 10 years. Like, what a waste of talent and money. And, like, you realize if he'd have fought just two times a year, how much more money he would have just – or everything. You know, like, it's crazy. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. You're only young once, man. I I don't understand these guys that fight once a year for their prime. Or, like, McGregor's fought, what, four times in five years? Like, I I don't get it, man. Yeah, you gotta you gotta burn the candle while you can, you know, because once it's over, it's over. Yeah, that's what people never realize. It will be over one day, and when it is, it sucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's miserable. <laughs> Sit around, feel sorry for yourself. <laughs> pretty much, yeah, pretty much, yeah. So, uh, Greg, um, what do you got coming up this week? Uh, right here, I'm here in Vegas. Catch me 8 o'clock nightly at the Strat and the L.A. Comedy Club. And then later on this month, 25, 26, 27, 28, I'll be in El Paso, coming home to El Paso to do the comic strip. So uh, catch me there. Sean? I'll just be patiently waiting for my psychological results to see if uh, they think I'm crazy or sane enough to get uh, somebody probing into my spinal cord with electrical leads. So, If you'd like, I can give you the results right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing you guys will probably give me a pretty pretty good estimate of what they're going to say. Yeah, they're like, yeah, this guy's out of his fucking mind. Give him the drugs. <laughs> Don, you? I'm patiently waiting for Sean's uh, results, too, because I'm not interested. Because, <laughs> you know, it's going to be a great uh, defense for anything uh, any arrest he has comes up with the rest of his life. Uh, this, this Saturday night, I'll be at the Microsoft Theater with Russell Peters opening for Russell. Um, and then the 20th uh, to the 25th to the 28th, I'll be in Plano, Texas at the House of Comedy. And the 29th. I actually uh, went to high, I grew up, I lived in Plano for quite some day in high school. I went to high school in Plano. Is it nice? Hey, this isn't about you. <laughs> Everything is about me, Don. How is it? Adam, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. No, is an opening Plano's, for Russell Peters Plano- a pretty big deal? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. I just when you said it so casually, I was like, it seems like that's a big deal, but I could be wrong. Yeah, no, those are big rooms. That's a big theater. So those are those are big shows. But Plano is very nice. It's suburbs. It's suburbs of Dallas. It's fucking, you know, shopping malls and rest- chain restaurants and shit like that. But I mean, you know, it's all. Just say it, know. Greg. White people. Just say it. We know you want to say it. Say it. <laughs> you are hitting around white people. I still can't believe Greg was on the drama team in high school. Uh, what are you talking? About? I was like a national champion. What are you talking about? And that's like a, I, I know, but I just consider I consider you like a partier, like a fun. And like normally, the drama kids are like 
like those uptight, like woke. Uh, like, listen, we I, I didn't necessarily fit in that theater kid mold, but I, I mean, I certainly loved it, you know. Yeah. But, but yeah, I didn't get along. Most of my friends were not other theater people. In fact, I used to always say, I love the theater. I just don't like theater people. <laughs> well, I just I'm like surprised that Greg didn't save it all for his mama. But... <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know what that even means, but well, I don't know. Why That's did he it. save all that drama for his mama? Oh, okay, got it, 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 got it. Got it. Uh, and then I'm in. Uh, I'm at and the, then I got terrible. revenge, buddy. <laughs> and then <laughs> and the 29th of September 2nd, I'm at the headline in the um, Laugh Factory in Las Vegas. So uh, you guys are great. Love you guys. Hope you have a great week. Take See care. You, man. Bye-bye. See you, brother.